Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. The last year and a half has been, well, quite a whirlwind. I'm here in Melbourne where we went through, we love to say it, one of the longest lockdowns in the history of, (laughs) we don't even know really. It was really interesting what lockdown brought up for me. Being a sick person, I've had Crohn's disease now for over 20-something-something years, and it was really interesting when this all began because what it's like when uh, we were locked down is so like what it is like when you uh, first get a chronic illness or the experience of chronic illness to such a strange extent that It felt almost like I could share part of my life that had previously been hidden from other people. Jacinta Parsons developed a fear of hospitals at just three years old when her appendix ruptured. It wasn't too long after that that she started feeling pains in her stomach that persist to this day. In her memoir... Unseen, The Secret World of Chronic Illness, Jacinta writes that one of the strategies she's developed over the years is to use her voice in such a way that the stream of air travels out of her consistently and doesn't give away the wavering pain beneath it. Incredibly, Jacinta's made a career as a broadcaster on Melbourne's ABC radio station 774, where she sounds as relaxed as a Hindu cow. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm. Tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. After a lifetime of isolation brought about by her chronic illness, our collective ISO gave Jacinta Parsons a weird feeling of deja vu. So when we got locked down, it was the same as when you get sick and suddenly you can't leave the house anymore. You can't see your family. Work becomes unstable. You don't know what your future looks like. You're scared because, well, in my condition, you run out of toilet paper. And so whilst it was almost 
there was a lot of stress and pressure with what had happened. It was a little bit like muscle memory. And when you're in those situations, when you're sick and you're removed from everybody, you almost get institutionalised in it in a way. And you have to find comfort in some of those parts and parts of life that are really hard. So there was something almost comforting about going into that way of life with everybody else. When I was first diagnosed in my early 20s and I I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, a chronic illness, I think the first major hurdle that I had to get over was that it was chronic and it was never going to go away. And I don't think you ever get over that concept. It's a really hard one to swallow and to fathom. I think illness does, um, for me anyway, it did this thing where it took me to the darkest places I've ever been in my life. And also... It showed me then as a result of that, the lightest um, places. And I think it did that in the way that when you're unwell, I lost everything. I lost, I was studying. I lost the house I was living in because I couldn't afford to pay my rent. I, I almost lost my relationship because I felt so unworthy of love when I was going through health stuff. And there was a profound moment for me in my mental health aspect of having chronic illness where I hit the the bottom of the well and I thought I absolutely cannot endure this pain anymore and there was never a point for me where I thought I might do anything significant to respond to that except that I wanted to hide forever and I didn't want love given to me anymore because it was too painful to receive so there was a really a really profound moment where I sat and I was alone in my bedroom and I made a decision because it was forced upon me that either I stayed down at the very bottom of that well or I learnt to find an acceptance for where I was. And it was just like that. It was in a moment that the decision became that simple. And when that decision became that simple, it also became really simple to think through my daily life like that. So rather than big achievements and big things to do, life became about tiny victories, small things. Where is the comfort? Where is the love? Where is the tiny glimmer of something that will get me through the next couple of hours? And in that way, I learned fundamentally for the rest of my life that has impacted me forever is that it's not the big, big steps. It's the tiny steps and the tiny details and the tiny bits of love and the tiny banal moments of your day that are your comfort and the way that you can find strength to get to that next moment. There was this thing when I realised that I only had the choice to go forward or I was going to be sunk forever. And it was just, I had this image of my two hands facing outwards and it was like, I'm just going to accept whatever this is. And I think What has been a profound moment about illness for me, and it's certainly not for everybody, but just my experience of it was when I found that I could only accept it, I couldn't fight it anymore, I couldn't be angry at it anymore, there was nothing I could do really to get rid of it except accept that it was there. It's enabled me to apply that to everything in my life and to also know that I hit the bottom. I hit the bottom and I came back up. So that the next time you hit the bottom, you don't necessarily stay down there as long as you did that first time because you remember it as being part of a 
life. You know, life is finding your way to to come up again. And the coming up again is actually the whole point a little bit. And when I reflect on the sickness, and I've told my kids this all the time, like it was a decade of pain and, and difficulty and challenges and identity changes and losing your life, I wouldn't not do it. I would do it again because it has afforded me an ability to see the world in a way that perhaps I wasn't smart enough to do without this. I've been able to see it in a way where it is small and it is loving and it's kind and when you can remember to love those little things and when you can remember to accept that it will come at you in whatever way it does and that you have the things that you that you need to survive it when you know you can then I think it gives you an enormous amount of capacity to hold it lightly so similarly when um, the coronavirus came I felt nervous like everybody else did and I felt scared because I was more susceptible to becoming ill but it's always coming back to that idea that it's light and that we are going to have stuff happen to us and we always will have the ability to do it. And it's just giving yourself the love and the, the space to find the way through it. I am tremendously practical about my mental health because I feel really serious about it and I think that it's as um, important to practice and to be um, ready for life like you would if you were doing exercise or any other activity that shows care. I think mental health care is essential as a daily activity because I don't think it's easy, very, I don't think it's very easy that when you're in the middle of a storm that you find the way. I think it's before it comes that you have built um, your strength and your resilience to it when it does arrive. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.